1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx Speaker, Business Positioning Strategist, and International Best-Selling Author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 79 countries. So whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also join our Facebook group, Life Transformation Radio Community, and never miss an episode by subscribing wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast. CastBox, Himalaya app, the Google Play Music app, Pandora, and you can subscribe right here on our YouTube channel at Life Transformation Radio. Again, leave a rating and a review to let us know how we are doing. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them, and my guest today does exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, you can call us up at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657-383-1109. If you have any questions about creating, launching, or monetizing a podcast, Super Joe and I are the ones to answer your questions. And with that, Please help me welcome to the show, my guest for today, my friend, Super Joe Pardo. Joe, welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Thank you so much for having me, Super
0: Sean. How are you doing this morning, or this, morning <laughs> this afternoon, this evening? Jeez. Oh, man. It's
1: been a, a year this month has been. Man, I'll tell you what, 2020 has, uh, has had its challenges so far.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't, hopefully, it only gets easier after 2020.
1: <laughs> hopefully so man what a way to kick off a decade how the heck are you man
0: i am i'm doing great i'm just came off uh hosting a uh it was like a 19 hour uh virtual conference for uh independent yep. podcast conference uh we we had like over 40 speakers it was um, it was it, it was one of those
1: lifetime memories for sure yeah, man, a lot of uh, great podcasters, a lot of great, great, valuable information, and congratulations on your success with that summit, man, that that was a big deal.
0: Thank you, yeah, I, I was feeling it, like, by Saturday afternoon, like, seeing some of the names come through, uh, I was definitely... Definitely feeling it. It was, it was awesome. It was a magical feeling. And I, I recommend anybody, uh, you can go check it out for free for like the next week uh, over at IndiePodCon.com slash virtual. You can watch all like 19 yep. hours.
1: <laughs> very cool. Very cool. The title of the episode today is Accelerate Your Growth with Podcaster Super Joe Pardo, a method to practice business strategist. Super Joe Pardo brings a series of strategy, application, and execution planning to every entrepreneur, team, or business that he works with. Founder of the Dreamers Podcast with Super Joe Pardo and the Independent Podcast Conference, Joe focuses on putting the right methods into the best practices in order to bring about the personalized solutions for each client. A New Jersey-based strategist. Super Joe's knowledge and methods come from experiences and applications that have been applied to startup entrepreneurs with pennies in the bank to the established nine-figure businesses that need the adjustments to stay on a growth track. Joe focuses on designing individual solutions to accelerate growth with each client. It is a team effort and not an expired template approach that has allowed his journey to help the widest array of businesses at all levels. You can go to his website at SuperjoePardo, P A R D O, SuperjoePardo.com. Also, go to Indie, I N D I E, IndiePodCon, C O N, dot com, IndiePodCon.com. You can go to SuperjoePardo.com, check him out, see what he's about. His Facebook and LinkedIn are right there in the show notes. Connect with them and let them know that you listened to the episode of Life Transformation Radio. Joe, man, the first question I have to ask, and I believe is the most important question you could ever be asked, is why? Why do you do what you do?
0: Because I am here to help people. Uh, it's, it's been a goal of mine since I was little. Uh, six years old, I cried on my grandparents' floor uh, to my grandparents about not wanting to take over the family business because I was the only boy in the family. Uh, and, and I would felt like that time that that was what I was destined to do. And I was like, no, I, I want to be a child psychologist to help other kids that are going through divorce like me. Uh, and they, they took me aside and they said, you know, you can do anything you want and we'll be proud of you as long as you give, give it your best shot. And, uh, you know, since, since that time period, um, you know, everything I've done has been to help elevate the people around me, uh, whether it was like, Hey, I'm gonna DJ. And when I when I when I become a great DJ, I'm gonna use that skill to open up doors for everyone else that's helped me or you know, that, that's that's around me that's helped me get to where I'm at today. Uh and while DJing isn't at the forefront of my uh career, it is is absolutely a pinnacle point of my career. Uh, from DJing in competitions to nightclubs and, and bars and uh, just you know, putting out a DJ album that helped me realize that there was more to my life um, than just running in the family business, uh, which I ended up uh, being in until about tw- uh, April second, two thousand fourteen, when I finally left uh, and founded my own podcast a month later, and then wrote went on to write like four books, and um, but it really all comes back to to wanting to help people and the best way I know how is to help people with their business because they can have the most impact in their communities. Uh, you know, but from hiring people to being able to donate things to, you know, all aspects of being able to help people.
1: I love it. Very, very cool, man. Thank I think you, man. we get into this. I, th- I think we get into this podcast space for many reasons. And that's a big one. Right is to put out the content that you know is going to help people the most you know for a fact that what you're putting out is of value, and also not only that is what you're putting out is necessary. The last thing I want to do is put out something that nobody wants <laughs> like like that would suck
0: well you know there's a there's something to be said for for selfishly putting something out for yourself right like get, giving the um, sure. letting the dj play his own jam you know giving the dj some oh, uh yeah. room but you know by and large we do these things because we want other people to be happy and and even in djing it, you know it was to make other people smile make other people dance because uh, otherwise, I wasn't going to any of those parties I was DJing at because I was just too much of a nerd and didn't care. Uh, so, you know, DJing was a way for me to do that on top of helping other people around
1: me have a good time. Love it, ma'am. And is that why you created the Indie PodCon so that other podcasters yeah. can come together?
0: Yeah. So I've been, um, around event planning and stuff since I was little, uh, in my family's business, we, uh, we had these vendor, like these, um, customer appreciation nights where we'd have like up to a thousand plus people come through the door in like six hours and they'd walk through the vendor booths and they'd go to the open bar and the, uh, free buffet and they'd meet up with old friends and all that stuff in the, in the trucking industry. And, uh, Growing up, so I, I grew up around that and then took that idea and, and turned it into like doing my own LAN parties when I was in high school um, and, and getting involved with some, the largest being a 512 person LAN party. If you don't know what a LAN party is, it's everybody takes their computer to one location and, and hooks it up to yep. a big network and plays computer yep. games for usually like two to three, sometimes four days straight. Um, so that was in like 2000, you know, 2002, all the way to like 2006. Then I, I got, was really getting into DJing, um, starting in 2004. So, it, you know, I carried that for about 10 years and, um, you know, so, you know, these putting events together from raves, uh, when I was, you know, DJing to, uh, to land parties, to working at conventions, um, and, and being a part of the staff, you know, it's just always been around. Like I just love bringing people together, having a great time. Uh, it just, you know, creating an atmosphere, creating a, an experience for people. So, uh, mm-hmm. when I got into podcasting about, uh, about, I don't know, six months, seven months later, eight months later, uh, I decided I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start up a podcast conference after getting back to it from a mind, like a one day event that, um, Jared Easley and Lou Mangiello were putting on down in Disney world. Uh, mm-hmm. so I came back, was like, I'm going to put this together. And we had like our first event, I don't know, two months later. And then we, we had the first like conference in September of 2015. We've had one ever, ever since.
1: Very cool, man. That is freaking Awesome. Uh, It's a funny thing when you go to these events and you're like, I got to do one now.
0: Yeah. Now well, one. you know, it's, <laughs> if I got into something else, like, you know, if I had another big hobby, I would be trying to put something together for it. You know, I, like I said, I right? just love bringing people together, helping people, uh, lifting other people up, putting the spotlight on other people. Like that's, that's what I, what I live for for the most part. So uh, it it just makes sense to to and and you know what the great thing is is podcasters are so friendly they're so willing to lift other people up they're so willing to yep. be um, leaders in their community so like com- connecting with all these different podcasters from all these different niches and industries is like connecting with some of the most powerful people on the planet because they have people's ears. So not all of them are there yet as far as like, you know, Joe Rogan numbers or anything crazy like that. But yeah. the point being is, is they don't need to be because a lot of them have their own niches. So like you can have, mm-hmm. you know, 10,000 dentists listening. Okay. That's not millions of people, but there might only be like 10,000 dentists that are actively interested in learning more about their craft, you know? So yep. you have like the, the potential leaders listening to that show, and that's and that's really like, I mean that's 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 powerful, man. Like it's their voice to their to to their listeners' ears, just like we're doing right now, and uh, it, it gives such an uh, um, an authority um, to be able to and, and an, an opportunity to help other people, and that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. I, I just love this so much, being able to connect with other people.
1: Yeah, would you say about? You know, if there's 10,000 dentists, if you have a dentist podcast, and you can really find your your niche and your super, super targeted audience with podcasting, you know, Kevin Kelly wrote a book called 1,000 True Fans, and then Seth Godin has put his spin on it. Um, a lot of other speakers have put their spin on it. A lot of high, high level. Tony Robbins has put his spin on it. Gary Vaynerchuk's put his spin on it. But it's so true. If you have a speaker podcast, your audience are speakers, so you're serving that particular niche. If you have a plumbing podcast, if you have a business podcast, a lot of the business ones I see are really broad. It's just business in general. But if you have a legit niched out podcast and you know exactly who your target audience is, man, the numbers can get incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the
0: um the the ripple effect of cuz that's the other thing is like so in my case I, with the Dreamers podcast, it's where business meets life. Um it's a lot of you know, team offer process type of talk um as well as per- some some personal stuff because business, you know, businesses are a robot. They they uh they want to operate 24/7. They're systematic and yet they they have these gooey insides called people. Uh, that really, that make them work, but people have lots of issues, right? They, like, they have uh, outside influences, and, and negative thoughts, and, you know, family issues, and friend issues, and all these things that play a part in whether or not the robot can really operate at its peak performance. So, uh, so I, that's what, that's what I speak to the most in, on the Dreamers podcast, and uh, the ripple effect of, like, you know, going back to, like, the, the, the podcast conference, right? People like it's podcasters learning from podcasters. So it's like, even if, um, when somebody, when some, one of our speakers is there and they're, they're saying something and it's affecting one of the, the pod, you know, some of the podcasters there, it, I mean, it, the, the, what's happening in that room, what's happening in that virtual conference is potentially affecting millions of people on the planet. When you add up all the different people that are going to be affected by the ripple effect, right? So it starts with like the speaker saying like, hey, well, if you did this instead of this, you know, use this strategy or try this or implemented this or 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 something to that effect, it might allow you to reach more people. It might allow you to better connect with the people that you have. And then those people say in a, in a business situation have clients, right? And they have employees. And uh, so uh, it like all of a sudden it, it affects those people. And then if it makes those people happy, happier people in general like that affects like the family members it can affect so many people just from like the conversations that happen in a room that happen at indie podcon it's it's incredible
1: <laughs> yep oh 100 and yeah. it's i it, it's so so interesting that the timeline and the way that certain events took place <laughs> I built my first business while serving in the military. I started overseas in 2003, 2004, when I was in England. Huge parties in England, man. I mean, they go crazy. I mean, that's when, like, the foam parties get a big, like, light <laughs> yep. tarp or whatever. Get the foam machine, right? I mean, this was, like, a big deal. <laughs> in 2003, 2004, 2005. So yep. I was like, oh, my gosh, what is this rock star, lifestyle? Like, what is this, right? And I was overseas with some of the biggest DJs. And, uh, you know, I was learning, I was learning as I go, learning as I go. And then, uh, a, a crazy thing happened. You started to get your own following. And then when you get your own following, now you got to perform. Now you got to, uh, live up to that expectation that, you know, that people have. And so I'm in clubs, I'm in bars. I'm, and then, uh, we, a bunch of us got to a bunch of DJs got together and created a business called fresh entertainment. And uh, this is in 2003-2004. Mm. And we had a, uh, three or four of us out there doing our thing. And then we ended up having a videographer so we could do some marketing. And then we had a photographer to do some other stuff. And by 2008, I mean, this is like a $600,000 company. And we're doing weddings, clubs, bars, uh, high schools, middle schools. We're doing <laughs> large events. Like we're producing sound for large events. We're selling demo reels for speakers before it was even a thing, you know? Um, <laughs> we knew that video, like, this is where video was going, you know? And uh, 2008 was, was a big year, and then everything kind of fell apart, and, you know, people change, and... You start living a certain lifestyle, and then alcohol comes into play, and then so I mean we were live, literally living in a, a rock star lifestyle, VIP table. I mean these cl- clubs and bars, and it was just crazy. And then everything just fell apart all at once. Everything just fell apart in two thousand eight, and then I got bought out. Mm. And, but but it, but it opened the door for other avenues. Uh, that I never intended because I already knew the technical setup of producing sound. And so I became a speaker at conferences and I was doing some audio stuff. And and it, it's just amazing the start. Like I know other podcasters that got their start DJing in clubs and bars and this was a thing. And then they just moved to podcasting. So I think that was pretty interesting that your life kind of followed the same way. Yeah. Well, I would have never been
0: interested in in podcasting had i had it not been for djing because and and when i was djing it um it wasn't because i was talking on the mic because i was definitely not talking the mic kind of dj uh you know i was doing mashups and and mixing on the tur- like turntablism and stuff like that but um but it just gave me the confidence to be in front of large groups of people and even to have like an experience where like people are like literally booing you <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know because you're not because it was it was like a dj competition and i was one of the three djs competing that night uh at this nightclub in delaware and like they i was trying to i always come at it from like a perspective of like let me play something different right um so like yeah. I, i'm doing lots of mashups like rock and hip-hop and and just everything and the the other djs were like that's you you're killing it man you're doing awesome but like the crowd was just not, they, you know, they were not into it at all. So, um, but it gave me the ready. confidence. <laughs> no, they were not ready. Um, even though I wanted them to be ready, <laughs> right. uh, but it, but it gave me the confidence to, to be in front of people and the, and to, you know, deal with rejection rather like, you know, to a different level than I had ever really experienced before. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say, it, you know, I played a, a very pivotal role. Plus, um, right before, my, um, before I started my podcast and the months leading up to that, I released my first DJ album, uh, which was like three months of work. It was such a, a, a ridiculous amount of work to do. Um, and I was going on podcasts to promote it. <laughs> Because uh, I've been listening to podcasts since, like, 05, uh, mostly Disney World podcasts at the time because I'm a big Disney head. But, um, but yeah, so it, it it's kind of uh, crazy that, like, DJ, you know, without DJing, like, I don't know that I would have ended up where I am right now. It, it, it really right, made a big well, shift, just like computers made a big shift in my life. Yeah. Uh, you know, huge. computer games and all that um, technology has been great to me. I mean, I've been blogging since 96. So creating content is not like a new thing. <laughs> it was not a new thing to me, creating websites and, and blog posts and stuff. But mm-hmm. it was really just the idea of like interviewing other people and, and that kind of stuff. So, and I, I, you know, I've always had, I've been the, I'm, I don't know about you, uh, Sean, but like, I've always been the guy that people came to, to talk to, even as a kid, yeah. even at like eight, nine years old, like people that were Four times my age would would sit there and t- literally talk to me from my friends' parents to I, like I don't know why I I, I really like I I kind of wish I you know if, and and sadly they are no longer the, the one of those friends' parents is no longer alive to ask which is is really sad oh wow now that now that I'm thinking about it I, w- I really wish they were around because while they were huge influences as a kid to me it would it would be nice to have asked to be able to ask that question
1: yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, what, what I really want to dive into and, and I think would be super relevant is that transformational moment that you decided that you would become a podcaster. I mean, the whole show, Life Transformation Radio, is about our transformational moments. But when you said you've been blogging since 96, it goes back to the research that I've done prior to me starting this show in 2017 is that in 1993, there was a company, a computer company, and they coined the phrase audio blogging and started recording their blogs and then giving it to their employees. And it was called hmm. audio blogging. And that was technically the first podcast that was done. I, I think it was like Compaq or – or some some computer company I know, uh, it was called audio blogging. And then that was pretty much how we know podcast. And in 2004, it wasn't until then that Apple came out with the iPod, but even then people didn't even use it for podcasts, they used it for music. And I don't know anybody who even has an iPod anymore. Uh, they're, they're just I, I have one. But I, but music is all on their phone. It's on Spotify. It's on SoundCloud. You know, it's YouTube channels. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's those types of platforms. You know, the iPod, you know, something that you would carry out, maybe for working out. But, uh, you know, most people use their phone. But I think it's even more interesting that 10 years later, even 15 years later, we're just now seeing the rise of the podcast. So even though Apple introduced an iPod that they wanted people to download podcasts onto, it took another 10 years to 2014, 15, 16 to really catch traction. So what, what was that transformational moment for you that was like, this is a thing I've got to do the podcast. So
0: about four years earlier than 2014, so probably about 29, 2009, 29, 2009, 2010, uh, friends of mine in the Disney community were like, Joe, you should totally have a podcast like you love Disney, you should totally just do like a Disney world show and you'd be like Jersey Joe. And, you know, and I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Cause I, you know, I, I would get to like episode 10 <laughs> and be like, I, I, all right. I, I don't live down in Florida. So for me, like, even though I was at that point, I was going to Disney World like four to six times a year uh, it was not a, it, like, I just did not see it. It wasn't going to be a thing for me. So, uh i bu- i punted on that and so it was the like i said the dj album that i released was a disney album um it was disney music mashed up with hip-hop instrumentals to tell the story of pixar's up uh and i was i did it to raise money for my running team at the time uh i'm on my way down to disney world with a friend of mine we're flying uh and i was like hey is there any um is there any any podcast Disney? At the time, like I, I wasn't thinking about podcasting in a sense of like a interview type of show, more just like a ra- bunch of Disney nerds sitting around round table discussion kind of thing. So he's like, "Oh well, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, there's this show and that show that you know you, you, isn't on your list of shows that you've reached out to yet." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, he's like, "Yeah, but you know, you, this other show you should." you should really give it a listen. I was like, Oh, what's, what's that? And he's like, Oh, it's uh, it's entrepreneur on fire. And I was like, okay. What's what he's like, well, all he does is interview entrepreneurs. And I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't know that was like, a, uh, I, you know, to me, again, I'm thinking in the, in the mindset of try, me, just trying to get on some round table discussion shows about Disney and, and,
1: oh, right. and bring my,
0: bring some, you know, pl- uh, publicity to the album that just came out. Uh, just, yeah. you know, just a little earlier. Um, about like two weeks earlier. So I was like, well, I was like, I've been in business since I was about six years old. Like I, I know tons of people. I could, you know, do an interview show around, wait a second. I know a lot more people that are like living their dreams and doing really cool things. Like the people that I, that I know and people that I want to be connected with. And at the time it would help me. Right. Cause like just two, two, three weeks, well, three, four weeks earlier, I had just left, you know, a hundred million dollar business behind so like i still didn't really know what i was going to do i don't have a degree um i i, I really i like, think i really didn't and i had a house and and you know i was married but no kids fortunately so like i still didn't know what the heck i was going to do um and when i was like you know i think i could do this i think i can make this work between you know already having a, a technology background a blogging background an audio background editing you know editing music and stuff so I was like, ah, I could totally do this. So I wrote down the name. It was Dreamers Podcast. Uh, the plane landed. I had already had a list of people, like a hundred people on a list that I wanted to interview. Maybe like a quarter or a third of them I knew um, personally. And by the time we got to the uh, the rental car, I had already registered the domain name, the Facebook page, and the Twitter handle from my phone while we were walking through the airport.
1: So speaking like a true entrepreneur.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I reached out to my man uh, Al Kessel, who who is my Mr. Voice on the, for the show uh, now, and I said, "Hey, I'm I want to do this." He had just interviewed me like a week or two prior um, on his show for a Disney based show, and uh, I was like, "Hey, like, I, there's a few fill in the blank things I need. Can 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 you help me?" He's like, "Yeah, of course, I'll help you." So uh, <clears throat> I get back from Disney and. Two weeks later, I, I have my first episode out and I went from one episode to three episodes the very next week. And then uh, about a month in, I moved to five episodes a week and I did that for about three months. Uh, I built up a big back catalog, got a bunch of reps in and uh, then I started to back it down and, and writing, you know, started writing my first book. But yeah, it was on that plane ride that, I, I, you know, I can't even really explain it. <laughs> I, I, You know, I, I, I think for me like i was just having fun being on these these disney shows mm-hmm. these disney podcasts right like it was just like, it just seemed like a lot of fun i wasn't looking for uh, to start a podcast i wasn't you know trying to do any of that i was just looking to like jump on some shows and have a good time and you know my brother-in-law did the artwork for the album and we we did a bunch of charity mm-hmm. raising money raising things uh, we auctioned a bunch of like artwork off for it so it was like and it was for give kids the world for anyone that's curious but yeah, so it was, oh, nice. it was awesome, but yeah, so so it was like okay, well, um, yeah, I I could totally I could make this a thing, and and then I went off and and did it <laughs> like two weeks later, I had the first episode out. That's
1: so awesome! Very cool, man. I like to see the evolution of of the moment that you're like, I'm doing this. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I think that I think it's super important to see what what our decisions were based on back then and to see how it's evolved now. Because I think it's super interesting that at the time in 2009 or 10 or 12, 14, whatever year, doesn't matter, we're locked on. We're all in. Our, something about us, our passion as entrepreneurs, I like, I got to do this, like for many reasons, you know, marketing, expertise, positioning, um, you know, value, whatever. Some of that stuff is still there. And then you start adding things throughout the years, right? And then now you've got this huge why, you've got this huge show. Now you've got an indie podcon. It's like, you know, the, the ever evolving of it all is what I truly love. And I just love to see where people's mindset was when it started and it's mm-hmm. different now or how it's evolved into what it is now. I think it's super interesting.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I always believed that the, you know, the universe will provide and, and the universe can be whatever you want to make it to be. Right. Um, so for me, it, you know, th- things have always, whatever, whatever negative has happened, there's always, it's it always, the reason shows very quickly uh, within, you know, days to weeks to months. And the things that don't pan out, you know, generally I find out like that there was a reason why it wasn't supposed to pan out because something else was supposed to happen. Um, and, and I just, I, I don't know. I, I, and sometimes it's really hard to keep that in, in mind, keep that in check. Cause we want, you know, we want those big opportunities and we want, you know, these big things to happen, but it's just like the, um, the, the virtual indie podcast conference that just happened this past weekend. Like, that was literally 10 days earlier. I was like, you know, Thursday, I think it was Thursday morning. I was like, you know, I should, I should do this. I should organize this now that like my house got in check. So we had just gotten back from Disney. So like the house got in check and everything's, you know, kind of running smoothly. And I was like, all right, you know what, let's, let's start up a virtual podcast conference because you got all these people sitting at home and put out the speaker submission. And Paper I went outside, part. played with the kids and, then uh by yep. by that Sunday, I had like um something of like sixty submissions I had to cut it down to about four a little over forty uh and Dude. and yeah, we were ready to rock seven days later and we had sponsors and um you know uh, the cool. attendance was great i mean i i, I think that um you well, we I got to do my first press release around it uh, which I had never done yeah. before um that that's been went out to that's like six thousand plus media outlets like you know, yep. you just have to be willing to to like fail and and, yep. you know, and then and set the goal. Right. So like for me, I knew what the goal was. Right. Inspire other people to start a podcast and inspire other people to learn more about their podcasting craft. <laughs> uh, and in the process, I want to be able to have like I want to be able to grow our Facebook community. So like that was the number one goal. So like this is a free virtual conference so you can join for free we're going to host it right inside the group um so it's easy for everybody to get access to and and our facebook group went from uh like 700 people and it shot up to we're just shy of 1200 people now like in like less than 10 days Hell so yeah, yeah Hell. right so so like that goal was accomplished people you know everybody showed up except for one person who was not feeling well um they they emailed me about an hour prior to their thing so everybody showed up everybody was, was, was great. The, there was a ton of value given and there was, you know, a ton of interaction with the, with the chat comments and stuff. Um, you know, the, the, the final piece was like, okay. And if I can make a few bucks, I'd be, you know, that'd be great. And, and I made a few bucks and we grew the, the community. We grew the knowledge of the event. We got a bunch of SEO out of it. We had people on the website, like all day long. Uh, I think the we 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 stayed steady all day Saturday between forty to sixty um, concurrent viewers the whole time like all like literally like from when we started at nine a.m. until uh, I think I think in the very beginning it was like thir- like twenty five jumped on then it, it crept up to thirty and then crept up to forty and then fifty and then sixty <laughs> and then hung around sixty for um, the better part of most of Saturday so you know yeah. It, it, yeah so like I mean what I'd love to see. 600 people on there of course i would but we don't have that level of reach right like just a year ago i wouldn't even push the the group to be that um to be that big <laughs> to begin with like we were stagnant really? we had like 400 people and you know what yeah this is this is, you want to hear, hear transformational the 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 conference used to be called mid-atlantic podcast conference but we've always had people yep. from outside the mid-atlantic podcast region Always yep. from day, pretty much day one, we had more people from outside of there. So when we changed the name to Indie PodCon, it went from uh, a group that was pretty much stagnant at about 358 people to uh, one to five people a day were joining the group on their own without yep. any advertising. I mean, we shot That's up to awesome. 600 people like in, in just a couple of months time. And now we've shot out, you know, another growth spurt. So it's, it's growing. And I'm, I'm proud to say that, like, I got to be there and do it and push harder for it.
1: Love it, man. And I love that success. I, I, think, it's, I, I think it's just a testament, man, that you've been doing this for quite a while and you got to hang in there. You know, what I see is that you get to episode seven, eight, 10, wow, they're like, man, I don't have a million listeners or downloads, and I'm not making no money. Like, this isn't for me. You know, and they see how much work <laughs> actually goes into recording, editing, producing, you know, everything that needs to happen, especially if you're like a one-man show. I know people that, you know, I've wanted, that, that have wanted to do podcasts. Like, well, I just want to record it. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah but you still got to do, like, the editing and the producing and the graphics and, like, you, unless you're going to outsource that. Like, well, I, just, I pretty much just want to record. Like, well, then you better get your frickin' checkbook out, man, because it's going to cost a lot of money for everybody to do everything else. That's why I do everything myself. Is it's not hard. But why would I pay mm-hmm. for else to do something? I mean, it doesn't take that long to do. You know? And I just don't think that people understand exactly what it takes to market the show, record the show, edit it, produce it, you know, get your guests. Like, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes working pieces going on that not a lot of people know. And I mean,
0: if, just, if you want to see that in it, action, just just turn on YouTube and go and look up Seth Meyers and him sitting in his hallway, super echoey audio, you know, nothing perfect. Like, he's sitting in a hallway in his house. Like, what was he even thinking, right? So, like, you know, if you want to th- think that any of this is, comes easy, like, there's a person that's doing it professionally, probably making six-plus figures to do it and he doesn't have the, the, a clue when it comes to what he should be doing as far right. as, you know, besides the acting out part. So, yep. you know, if you want to play your part, that's cool. I, I think that there's definitely markets there for, um, you know, shows with low, I would say not low budget, but low effort. Um, but if you want to, if you want to take it seriously, I, you know, I would also argue like get your reps in first um, before you go investing yep. a, a ton of money. Um, you know, cause you, you know, before you ask any kind of like, how do I make money? You should be like, how should I get good? That's what Dave Jackson always has said. He's been <laughs> banging that drum for years now at, at uh, at Indie yeah. PodCon. so, you know, it, yeah. it's like, all right, you got to get good. What, what can you do to get good? Put in as many reps as you possibly can. Keep talking on the mic, keep putting those thoughts together, make the neurons fire off in your brain so you can put more than two sentences together. And uh, and learn how to talk yourself back like I'm doing right now, <laughs> and and yeah, just okay. keep keep digging at it, and eventually you'll get good. There are shortcuts. You can pay other people to do things. Sure. Um, my argument would be to like, here, here's the thing, right? And I I remember um, I was talking with uh, Lee Cockrell about this, and he was like, you know, I only got to make a million dollars if I'm keeping like sixty percent or seventy percent of it, right? <laughs> I don't got to make ten million dollars because I don't have to pay anybody yep. else to do everything. So yep. I don't have to make exactly. that much money. I just got to make enough for me to keep like up to ninety percent of it, be- you know, be- before paying all the taxes on it. But you know, then I'm g- I'm good. I'm solid. I'm good. perfect. So it's just yeah, keeping keeping everything in 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 frame of mind of what where you're at, what you what, and and I think it's also important to check yourself as far as like. Well, I know if I don't spend some money on doing this and investing, either it's like in a coach or yep. in a microphone Equipment. or something. Yeah, like something yep. for you, like to put some skin in the game for yourself. Like some people are like that, and that's fine. And that's, I, I you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but just know yourself, right? And, and know that, like, if you're that person, it's like, well, I could put some skin in the game, but it doesn't mean I'm going to actually get there. Then maybe you should put a lot less money in it and just try it out and see if you love it and fall in love with it like I yep. did where I did. All I wanted to do was, it, you know, people were coming over to my house. All right, let's throw the mics on. Let's 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 pull out the story. Like there's a story here to inspire <laughs> other people back when my show was more on the inspirational side than the, uh, you know, the business side. Yep.
1: Yes. Where do you see as we start to close the show, where do you see the podcast industry going? I have a few thoughts, uh, but I'd like to get yours.
0: Oh man. well, I mean if uh if Spotify has their way, they'll be the gatekeepers um which you know yeah. Todd Cochran did a great from blueberry did a great talk this past weekend, and he did it at indie he was the first time he did it was at indie podcon or MapCon five back in September where he talked about RSS feeds and how important they are so that you own your content and nobody can yep. take it away from you. As long as you have the servers, you have the means to get it online and you have the RSS feed, you, you own it and control it by letting, you know, companies like yep. Spotify basically pick and choose who, who, who are and who aren't. Um, it's, it's not a good look. I mean, look, iTunes does it too, right. Or Apple podcasts or whatever they have their you yep. know, featured and all that, but that's, that's what's featured. That's not what is like on the platform. Uh, so, you know, similar to like YouTube, like you don't want to get kicked off of YouTube or else you're going to be in trouble because hosting your own video files is a heck of a lot harder to do than audio files. So audio, right. I think is going to play a bigger role uh, as we go forward here uh, I think it's great that we have video access, but like, you know, let's, let's put it this way. If the apocalypse is now and bandwidth becomes tight, there's two things. The one, the first thing that's going to go is video. Video is going right yep. out the door. Uh, audio will be a luxury and, and post text, Uh, that's going to be like the cream of the crop. So, Bloggers might have their day in the sun coming up soon if if they uh, if this right? is apocalypse now. But but audio will be that luxury and and because you can compress it down so much, unless we go back to even if we went back to the days of dial up. I remember downloading MP three files off of Napster like back in two thousand. Yeah. Like you know, Napster, it would take twenty shirt. minutes to download a three megabyte file. Well, your yep. your audio work better, you know, if you're gonna do a podcast, you better make it as tiny as possible.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, I think in the next, I would say, year, maybe eight months, and we've already seen it, but I think it's going to become more mainstream, is you're going to start seeing shows that have nothing to do with the person. You're going to have shows that are hosted by... Bob Burgundy has his own podcast. <laughs> you right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I see, I know. What you're you're start, start, I know where you're going with you're
1: that. Gonna start, yeah. You're going to start seeing shows that have nothing to do with Joe and Sean and Matt or, you know, Stephanie, whatever. It's going to be like, there's a show called uh, the eight Oh eight podcast because eight Oh eight looks like Bob and his name is Bob and his name is Bob Clark. Damn it. And that's his name. And it's a, it's a persona <laughs> that he puts on. I really honestly think that personification podcast, for example, if you're a wrestling fan, you know what kayfabe is, and so I really think that there's going to be some kayfabe podcasts where you know a wrestler has his own show, and you know, like Hulk Hogan could do it, right? Hulk Hogan could have his own show. So anyway, mm-hmm. I think that's where it's going to go. Um, I think they're gonna have. Pers- you know personas and and acting like podcasts. That's where I think the podcast industry is going to go.
0: I think you're right. Uh, a friend of mine, along like back in twenty fifteen, uh, told me about her husband's show. It was like the Sports Mike podcast, and it was there was a character like Sports Mike, and it's a microphone yep. that could say all yep. those things. I mean, you see it with, like, gorillas and, you know, the, the music, right? Like, there are cartoon characters or uh, yeah. death punk. Like, it's it's a thing.
1: Yep, absolutely, man. Um, I think that I, I I really, I honestly think that that's where it's going to go. So, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. This has been absolutely 100% incredible. Anytime I get to spend time with you, man, it's a good time. So I wish you the best. Uh upcoming September is gonna be the next uh podcast conference. And uh and I wish you the best, man.
0: Thank you so much, Super Sean, for having me. It's it's all it is always a great time talking to you, man. I'm glad you were able to get where you were going when you got when you went where you were going. <laughs> uh oh my not to God. give too so much away, but uh <laughs> You know, it's, uh, uh no, it's always it's always a great time anytime, Sean. I I really do appreciate it, and uh, hopefully I can see you up here in Philly area uh, I guess. September twenty fourth to twenty
1: sixth. That would be amazing, man. That would be absolutely amazing. It's in my calendar, and I plan on going. Hopefully, um you know we're we're still not social distancing at that point, and uh, I, I hope we get so. back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really Perfect. really hope so. <laughs>
1: Uh, what, what do you want the listeners to know and, or do with this episode? You want to send them to a website You got downloads, um, you know, free resources. What is it that you want the audience to know and do with our episode today? So if
0: you go to super uh, there is a free download there, uh, about rocketing your business value. Um, there's like five proven methods to, to do so. Um you can get that with just an email address uh but just go go check out the stuff like there's i mean I produced my own t v show uh that the first uh, pilot episodes on there we are supposed to start recording more this year, but clearly that isn't gonna happen anytime soon um and uh, you know you can get the podcast. I also do another show called business Geeks Podcast uh with Samantha Riley and Jennifer Crawford, uh who are both successful business women uh who are just, they're hilarious. In fact, I'm recording one in an hour and a half with them. Uh, we do that live on Facebook live. So if you go to businessgeekspodcast.com, it, it we just, we cover business topics. Uh, we talk, cover, um, news related business topics, like things that are in the news. And then we also do a, uh, a, a, what's grinding our gears in our businesses. So Jen usually gets really fired up about that. Uh, what, you know, what's grinding right. her gears at the moment. And then I have a pretty good one tonight myself. And uh, then we do one cool thing. So because we're, we're geeks and, and, you know, borderline nerds, we talk about one <laughs> cool thing on the show, like whether it's a tech related thing or a business related thing, or, you know, a TV show or a documentary or whatever. One or one cool thing is that week. Uh, we, there's just some pretty cool things that have been talked about. Um, but yeah, so it, yeah. we do that. And then uh, if you're interested in podcasting, there's the IndiePod. Uh, indiepodcon dot com where I also have uh, you can get the virtual conference for free for uh, up to the next week uh, or so, and then it's'll uh, be bundled in with a um with like four other years of podcast conference videos. um but you uh, you can listen to the indiepod podcast where I interview podcaster so Sean. you were just on it uh, like a week and a half ago. Yep. Uh, yep. or two weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, we talk, we talk about a business or not a business, a podcast related topic, uh, whether it's tech or marketing or whatever, um, as far as podcasting is concerned. And we, uh, we just have a good time for an hour. So, Come, come check that it. out. And, and yeah, so that's basically it. Superjoeparter.com and IndiePodCon.com is where you can get there all that great stuff. And please, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I, I, my, I'm an inbox zeroer, so I, I generally get back to all the emails that I receive.
1: <laughs> I wish I could say the same. I got about 8,000 emails uh, that are unread in one email <laughs> box. And then I've got about 20,000 emails and another one, but that's kind of like the like that's like a Dropbox email, like, oh, I think I'll subscribe to that, and oh, that's a cool thing to subscribe to, and you know, so that's kind of like my, I will kind of want to join that webinar type of like email,
0: yeah, you know yeah. what I mean,
1: but my business email has got about 8,000 unread messages, which are, um, which are not, I don't know, <laughs> I don't that know,
0: that would drive me I've nuts got, at night, I would be up all night long, like, itching about it. Like <laughs> like it would just because I'm too much of a completionist uh, to, to let that would just, that would just irk me so much. My wife's the same right? way. She like has th- tens of thousands of emails in her inbox. And I'm like, how do you, how, well, she's she's not a teacher anymore. She's at home mom. So, you know, it's not yeah. like her email is pertinent for the most part in, in the cases of like war in relation to work.
1: Right. Yeah, I totally get that. Uh, I do scan my emails every day and I open up like some good ones that really need my attention. But there's uh but I don't know, like some of the emails are things that uh just like come through the email because I subscribed to a free ebook one time and I wanted it to go to that email. Um but um for the most part I kind of do my daily diligence in trying to get through the emails but they kind of pile up, but, uh, we'll get there one day. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been absolutely incredible. And I just wish you the best for the rest of 2020.
0: Thank you so much, Sean. Hopefully I'll see you in, in September. And yes, I hope the like I hope yeah. 2020, uh, is, is well to you and, and to everybody else listening both health and business
1: wise. Yeah, man. I'll see you, I'll see you there in September. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the podcast industry. If anything resonated with our conversation today on Life Transformation Radio, make sure you check out the websites at Super superjoepardo, Pardo P A R D O, Superjoe Pardo dot com and go to Indie Check out his Facebook. Check out his LinkedIn. Let him know. Connect with them. Let him know that you heard his episode of Life Transformation Radio. And with that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.